This is Debbie Diaz reporting live, introducing our new weekly series called Inside the JJ, the jail journeys of those currently incarcerated awaiting justice. In this series, I'll be phone interviewing those awaiting judgments to determine their freedom and allowing their voices to be heard for their loved ones and friends to know their side of their jail journey. If you or someone you know is actively incarcerated and wants their jail journey to be heard, send us a DM or email us at Live at gmail.com with the subject line, Inside the JJ. And now the jail journey begins. This is Debbie Diaz reporting live. Do you have legal issues and not sure who to ask for help? Or someone you know is in jail facing charges they may not be guilty of? At the law offices of Gary DePuri, they offer a wide range of services related to family law, criminal justice, personal injury lawsuits, real estate litigation, and much more. With legal services available in Hillsborough and surrounding counties, the law offices of Gary DePuri, PA, are dedicated to achieving the best possible outcomes for each client. Call today for your free initial consultation at 813-607-6911. Once again, that's 813-607-6911. Also, ask about their flat-free pricing available. You got difference. Like, I mean, were you just, you were thinking with your with a different head, weren't you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't go in there with the. I don't even know if I had sex with you or not. To be real. So this but, was the short. This was only like a short relationship. It wasn't a relationship. It was so. One of my friends was dating this girl, right? He would drive. He would ride his bike from Vero to Fort Pierce, which is like probably about on a bike, probably about an hour. He'd get done with her, his girl, at probably around like late, and he was black. You know what I mean? So I'd always go and pick him up and take him home. So one night he texts me and says, well, my girl's got her cousin over here if you want to come over here. And I was like, well, how old is she? And he was like, she's 16. So when I got there, she verifies she was 16 and everything. And Verifies it? Is this like a problem like amongst your generation? Like the age thing? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. These, these, these days, they just look way older than they are. I mean, do yeah. do like... like guys around your age you know do you guys all verify like ids and like i mean you kind of have to well, I, didn't, I didn't verify id but she I said did. you know what i mean she just went with his story and you know what i'm saying she said she was the right age she agreed with him is that something that is talked about like in the guy groups like you guys say like hey make sure that she's you know legal i mean is it like that big of a topic because i don't rem- well, like when i was underage you know i don't remember ever having these these conversations you know what i mean no, not before this, but so we hang out and everything and nothing happens. You know, nothing sexual. We don't even kiss or nothing. I hang out with her until probably about a couple months before I turn 18. And I talked to my friend's girlfriend's mom. And she's like, how old are you? And I told her how old I was. I told her about to turn 18. And she was like, well, you know how old yada, yada, yada is, right? And I was like, yeah, she said she's 16, but be 17. And she was like, no, she's 13, about to be 14. I was oh, like, my gosh. I was like, oh, really? And so I texted her about it. I was like, hey, listen, if you, me, you could get me in real trouble. I can't do this with you. You shouldn't lie for me. You should tell me trying to get. You know what I'm saying? You should just save me in trouble. And I blocked her. Did you so, have sex with her? No, I, at this point, I never had sex with her. I don't even know if I ever had sex with her. I mean, so, you don't remember at all if you had sex with her. Were you high or something? Yeah, I'll get that. So, I turned 18. You know, I'm 18 for three months. So, I turned 18 in September. This happens in December. So, I cut her off. So, me, my mom, my dad, and a girl I'm fucking with goes to a monster truck show, right? I don't have my license, but my mom lets me take the girl I was fucking with home. So, I take her home, and I end up falling asleep over there with her when my mom calls and says she needs your car. So I'm like, all right. So I get in the car. I drive to my friend's house. I get half a strip of Suboxone and a Xanax. And I take probably about a quarter of the half of the strip. 
and then I take Xanax and I hang out over there for a little bit. So I'm driving home and I and I get a call and I answer it. And she's like, hey, um, I know you don't want to hear from me, but I really need your help. And I was like, who the fuck is this? She told me who it was. And she's like, listen, my dad and my brother are, they've been hitting me. You know, I locked myself in my room. They broke my bedroom door down and now I'm in the bathroom and I'm about to go out of my window. I need you to come pick me up and take me somewhere. And so I was like, I was like, all that's right, some I'll, manipulation I'll right there. I was like, all right, I'll take you somewhere. You know what I mean? So I went and picked her up and he's like, I was like, where am I taking you? And she's like, well, I really don't have nowhere to go. And I was like, well, why the fuck you have me come pick you up? Then? And she was like, well, I, I thought we could hang out for a little bit. And I was like, oh man. So at this point I'm high as fucking kite, bro. So I go to the cemetery that I used to go to all the time. You know, it wasn't it wasn't planned or nothing like that. It wasn't nothing special, but I used to go there all the time. Are you a, are, are you like an, a drug addict with opiates? You're so young to be uh, like addicted to that stuff. No, I, I've never been addicted, but I've taken I've taken a lot of drugs. Is it, is it because you've been exposed to it like during your upbringing? Yeah, Not really. It's just well that, but I don't think that has to do with it. It's just the the, the group I, I chose to hang out with. Did you smoke? Did you smoke weed or anything, or like, what's your drug yeah, choice? So, I go to that cemetery where I used to smoke with everybody, and I park up. I get in the back seat because I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep for the next hour or two. So I get in the back seat, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wake up at this time, and I'm gonna take you back home. And then if you can't go home, I don't I don't really know where to tell you from that point. So I get in the back seat, and I I pass out. All right. So during the time that I'm sleeping and out of it, she gets in the back seat because the next thing I remember is waking up like 20 minutes after the time I said that I was going to take her back home and there being bright lights in front of me. And then like seconds after I wake up and see the bright lights, the cop turns on his lights. Who is in the driver's seat? You were? Nobody. Nobody. I got in the back seat by myself because I was going to sleep. While I was sleeping, she got in the back seat. So her parents called that she's missing no no, nobody called the cop was doing a a routine well somebody called or no he was riding to the cemetery and said that but you're the cemetery (laughs) and that that was um well the reason i went to that cemetery is because there's an abandoned bridge right there i've I've done the cemetery thing too (laughs) not really much places to hang out for young people in this area so the cop comes up and is like he takes me out of the car. He's like, what happened? I said nothing. She said nothing happened. And so he takes me out of the car, and he, he handcuffs me to his Ram bar. And after he talks to her and a female officer's talking to her and shit, uh, they search the car. The girl wasn't wearing a bra, but they never found a bra. Wait, was there a female um, cop present? Yeah. Um. So they do all that. Then he comes up to me and he's like, hey, listen. I'm two hours past my shift. Listen, if you tell me what I want to hear, you get to go home. I get to go home. Everybody wins. So, you know, I told him what he wanted to hear. And, you know, that was my downfall. They took my mom's car. What did, did you tell him? What did he want to hear? I just told him that we fucked around. But, um, so they took my mom's car. They did forensics on it, DNA and everything, found nothing. They took her to the hospital, did a rape kit on her. They found nothing. They found no condom. Wow, this they feels like nothing. a break. Like, it feels like, would she like have any remorse for you? Did she like look like she? No. She, just she wasn't even there. Yeah. She had no involvement in the case. Do you feel like, like she purposely like was doing yeah, this? Yeah, until she started lying, saying you raped her and shit. Yeah, that was probably about a year later. And I heard, because I was out on pretrial, I heard from somebody that knows her family who lives across the street that the state went to her mom and threatened her mom because they didn't want nothing to do with the case. Oh, the state picked it up. So, so this, I heard the state went to them and was like, listen, if you don't cooperate with us, we're going to take the fucking kids away. Oh, one of those. That's when she went for another dep- deposition with my lawyer. And oh, said, mean that something happened that, um, I forced her in something, which was a main point in my sentencing hearing, because there's a there's a mitigating factor that is a willing participant. And it means she was on top. 
It was not forced or coursed into anything. So they couldn't use her depositions anyways because she said three different stories. But, but I mean, you. I, I mean, it, you did still put yourself in the situation, but you were under the influence, you know, as well. Yeah. But I mean, he lost his mental health problems and stuff. Like he had ADHD real bad, and uh, and bipolar and stuff. And well, it's not like she slipped up. and fell on and his dick, you know. Time. It was premeditated, you know. So, I mean, yes, it does sound like it was premeditated, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what's going through your head when this is happening? Are you like, fuck my life? Or are you like, are you not sure what's, like, you're not, like, you feel blindsided? When? Like, when the, the officers were there. Were you like, my life's over? Or like, you know, were you? No, I really, I really was, in my mind, I was really trying to remember everything. You know what I mean? I couldn't remember anything. Yeah. You know? So he came up to me and was asking me all these questions. And I was like, dude, I don't even know where the fuck I am right now. <laughs> oh, so you were like in blackout mode, like basically. Yeah, I was on Xanax and Taboxin about two hours into the high. Like a bar? Yeah, like a whole bar. Oh shit! I would have been in China and not even know how to get there. That's what I'm saying. So that's why. And when he pulled up and pulled me out of the car, me being that fucked up, my pants would have been down. My underwear would have been rolled or and something like that. Technically, can you really perform up. when you're under that much? I mean, like. I mean, yeah, and I remember, I remember that specifically that my pants and my underwear were completely untouched. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm that fucked up and I pull my pants up after I just fuck some bitch, I'm gonna leave my underwear rolled up or something like that. You look like you're tall. Are you? You look like you're really tall. Are you tall? No, I'm five ten. You look tall. Um, that's still tall, but like, um, so, so they pull you out and then. You're coming, like, you're coming, like, to coherent. Like, so they get you on drug charges, too? No. So no. You, you didn't admit to them at all about being on anything? Well, I told them that I was high as fuck. She even told them that I was high. And they came to me and they're like, what are you on? And I was like, I'm on uh, Xanax and Suboxone. And they said, do you have a prescription for that? And I said, um, what did I say? I no. Said, no, I need a prescription. I don't have any on me. You need to um, and so, and I know all of this from the dash cam. Yeah, that's what from, I was going to ask you, the, the cameras. What about those? So the dash cameras show the officer, like, coursing me into admitting what happened, essentially. But the judge said that he couldn't use that based on the fact that there wasn't a motion put in before the sentencing. Oh, so they could use it for the... But that's appealable. Yeah. So, did you have a private or a PD or a private? Yeah, I had a PD. Okay. Um, oh, so, what happened after that? You got went to jail. You went the first appearance. No bond. No, I went. I went there. I bonded out six days later. Was this your first time ever getting in trouble? As an adult, yeah. So, was it so just I the went. main? What was the main charge? L&L. What's that? Lewd and lascivious. Well, originally they charged with sexual battery, which is a first-degree felony, which is 30 years. But they couldn't go based off that, based off the statute. So, um... So that's that's it. the Chomo, Chomo charge? That's what it says on the papers? Chrissy? What? What? When they, because uh, some of the um, the guys that uh, inmates that I've interviewed, they I interviewed a guy that um, was in there for sexually assaulting, you know, he, uh, a little girl, and like they called me back. They're like, "Hey, that interview you did yesterday, you can't use it because he went to court and we found out that he's a chomo, and you know you can't use it." And so that's the is that the the charge? Well, you said the LL thing for everybody. Well, no, there's, there's, it depends on your case. Okay. Yeah. LNL battery is the least of Luton Lascivious. You got Luton Lascivious battery, uh, Luton Lascivious assault, Luton Lascivious molestation. Um, you got Luton Lascivious acts, Luton Lascivious. Um, Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot. So but are you like there. not allowed to be around schools and stuff too? Is that a whole thing? Well, see, that's the thing. After 10 years for me, the judge made it a fact that I would be able to get off the registry. 
And the only reason that... So I was charged with sexual battery in the beginning. Then they dropped it, put a capious warrant. Then they charged with being lascivious. What would have been the battery, so, though? Because I had... They say that um, there was contact made. Oh, okay. Okay. How old are, how old are you now? I'm 21 now. They kept trying to push her in to say that he raped her and everything. And then once that started, you know, so, he had some guy that she said was her brother start threatening my brother, saying he was just going to... Oh, I'm not worried about this What's her, what's her nationality? Aryan Brotherhood and all this stuff. Kristen. I mean, Kristen. <laughs> Kristen. What? I'm not worried about that shit. I'll kill that nigga. I know. I was just worried. I, well, I was worried about it. I talked to my friend that's in the bloods and tried to get the protection over there. Nah, I'm a zoo. Is she, is she Spanish chick? Is she white girl? Huh? What's her nationality? Is she like, Is she a white girl? A black girl? Yeah, I guess she's white. Okay, so, so you really barely knew this chick at all. Yeah, type shit. So, I mean, like, are you, like, scared and nervous at this point? Like, how do you feel, like, when you're going through all this? I'm just ride it up, man. I mean, you're I young. Mean, you're, like, so young to be in this situation. Did your family support you? Yeah, like, Yeah, hell yeah. The whole time. So, you, did you go to trial? No, I uh, pled out to the judge, which was the best decision. A lot of people say they shouldn't plead out, but I pled out, and I was expecting to go to prison, you know? And I've been in the system. I've been in programs and shit, so I know how it works. So my lawyer was going for the Youthful Offender Act. What's that mean? It's anywhere from 18 to 24 years old. And it basically means that... So I was facing originally 20 years. 15 years for the uh, Lun Lascivious and then 5 years... You better years remember for that dick going in that vagina for 20 years. Jesus. God, I didn't know that. My God. Here, so well that's what i that's i'll get that in a minute so i scored I, I i i was facing 20 right and you know the, the mitigating factors which is for downward departure which means i scored out to eight months shy of 10 years which means nine years and two months is what I, uh, the, the guidelines was that the judge that's the lowest the j- judge could give me but mitigating factors is for a downward departure. Downward departure means that the judge can depart and go lower from what you score out to. I thought if you're sentenced to anything too, it's only 80% or it's Florida's at 80% or something. No, they changed it. Any violent felony, any, yeah, any violent felony is day for day. So how long did this whole like, court procedure go? Were you in jail the whole time or were you out on bond? So, I've been in jail for the past year and eight months. Yeah. That's because I was sitting on an FTA because I cut the angle monitor off. Wait, okay, how'd you get an FTA? Oh, okay, okay, for that, okay. That's when he cut his thing off, yeah. So, wait, how did that, like, I'm confused. How did that get mixed in with the, the ch- So, trial? I was out on pretrial, right? I was out on pretrial about almost two years. Oh, for this case, I'm- okay, okay. Yeah, I bonded out. Oh, and then you cut the thing off, and then you went, to, okay. Yeah. But I was out on bond for probably two years. And then um, the real reason I cut the monitor off is... is well, you're an idiot? Off. Why would you do that? I just said that. That's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. and You obviously you know, didn't I'm, use Google on that one. <laughs> I've always been a runner, if that makes sense. You know, it's yeah. not good... But it's, it's it's in my blood. I'm a runner. You know what I'm saying? I get in trouble, and you know you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to catch me. I'm not gonna give myself willingly. Yeah, I used to be one of those. Then I got fatter. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So then you like got a little bit of a d- double whammy there, and then so what happened with that case and the other one? Did they well, keep the two stuck? cases were ran ran together, and. So anyways, the mitigating factors in my case was she was a willing participant. Um, the Youthful Offender Act, you know, I cooperated. Um, there was a couple more. But the Youthful Offender, the judge, so I got sentenced. I went in to get sentencing, and my lawyer told me, and sentencing right before, he was like, look, I think he's going to give you four years DOC. 
Um, he's like, I don't know why. That's a, DOC said, means the prison? Right that there. means prison? Huh? DOC means prison? Yeah. Okay. And he was like, I don't know why. That's just what's in my head. So I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, all right, well, I got almost two years in, so that'll be all right. And, um, did so, you, um, while you were in there, and since you're a young, young age in there, did you, like, which, which one were you in? What do you mean? Which prison, or which jail did you go to? Uh, Rock Road. There was it, um, like, segregated by, like, race and all that, and, like, was it a rough No, one? but it's, it's segregated for, for sex offenders, because this county has what's called the, um, Walsh Act. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, they took you to a particular one. Yeah, there's okay. two different sex offender dorms, though. They're the biggest dorms in the jail. And the reason there's so many sex offenders here is because um, Walsh. Who, what, what was um, his name? The Johnny dude Walsh? Yeah, his, I think it's him. His son got raped and murdered in this county. So oh, they, came up with, they came up with something called the Walsh Act. Which, which they really, when that came out, they really started to fuck with sex offenders and then and, and, and charge bullshit charges on sex offenders and shit. Wait, is that so where the dad like, killed the guy who raped his son? Something? No, that's oh. the guy that most America's most wanted and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, his son was raped and killed in this county. So I didn't know. I didn't know that. That I mean, that makes sense now. That's what we we're wondering. If you like have the chomo charge and you get, you know, what happens? And you like, do you know right away you're fucked when you go to jail or prison? You know, because you have that charge. Because I mean, we we all know that. Like, if you have that charge, you're fucked. Like when you get in there, and like, well, it, it, it's really not like that. It really depends. You know, I but, was in I was in a dorm that was full of sex offenders. There was sixty, seventy of us, and most of them had been to prison. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have a separate, you know, it's like they have a separate prison or jail for it, in a way, to protect you. Well, I wish mom would have told me that, because she didn't tell me all that shit. I'm like, what's going on? I wasn't worried about going to prison at all. You know what I mean? I know what I'm made of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, we're, we're just, she was worried about you with that charge, because it's like, we all know that, like, if you're, you're going to get, like, your ass kicked and beat the shit out of if you have those charges. It, I mean, did you see any of that happen in there? No. No. Wow. He didn't do a fight, but, you know, like, that's why Barney and stuff, like, the other night, when I was asking him about, like, if somebody, like, stands their ground still and doesn't back down, you know what I'm saying? But they don't really win a fight, would they still get respect and stuff? And he'd be like, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I got to join my fights. Yeah. You get your ass with I, your ass with Yeah, I know I, I am. And it's not necessarily the fact of, of yeah. you know, what? you go to prison and they immediately check you because that's not how it is. If you go in prison and you're gang affiliated because some gangs allow sex offenders and somebody comes up and checks you the wrong way, you know what I mean? Then that becomes gang on gang. That's going to cause a war. So nobody really fucks with you when you first get there. Did you get in fights but because you were is, cocky or anything? Huh? Did you get in fights because you were cocky or you ran your mouth? Not really. It was just, I mean, not really. I, I'm affiliated. So it was mainly just about respect. And who are you affiliated with, buddy? Who are you affiliated with? Zoe. So. What? Zoe. So. Oh, okay. Could be so. Zoe, like Miami, was in so the different I told you about it. So, it wasn't really cockiness, but it, it was like, okay. if somebody gets slick, you know, we don't yeah. go to the room. It's, that's how it is. Shit, I'd be joining the gang, too, if I was, like, I mean, just to protect myself. Right. So, I mean, the, the, the people, the people that we bring on is not everybody with sex charges. Yeah. It's mainly the 40-year-olds that are fucking with 12-year-olds. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, you kind of get thrown in that category, you know, because, like, from us, like, civilians on the outside, you know, like, quote-unquote, the shit we watch on TV, you know, it, it puts this image, yeah, yeah, image in our head. Like, oh, and then when Chrissy was telling me about, about you, I was like, holy fuck. She's like, I know. Like, he's in there for the stress. I'm like, holy shit, is he okay? And, you know, see, we started freaking out and everything because that's what we're brainwashed to just think instantly, you know. I know. I asked her if he could get he knew people in the day. Over the jail in his county, and I was like, "Can you get my brother protected?" And he said, 
especially after my mom told me about the guy at the Aryan Nation and stuff, and he was like, I checked on it, but I can't because of charges and blah, blah, blah. Did you know that he went in when he went in, or when did you find out he was in there? Uh, I think the next day my mom called me and told me what was going on. So did you, um, did you get, you know, money on your, your books and commissary where you taken care of and all that? Oh yeah, hell yeah. You sound very, um, not, don't take this, you know, no pun intended. You sound very mature and like very educated with your, um, thought pro- process with this situation. So did the, were you always like street and book smart or did this really like waking you up? Like, no, I mean, I guess I've, I've always been. I wasn't a good student in school, but I paid attention. And, you know, I like to learn little things on the side. And, and the street stuff is just, just, you know, that's how I grew up. I grew up with the wrong people. You know, I was 14 playing with guns, you know what I mean? So I just, I knew shit. Younger than that, sir, younger than that. <laughs> you are who you are, but who you surround yourself with. And, you know, you got to change your people, places, and things, you know, and, and get right. out. So, like, when you, so you got, your sentence was supposed to be for longer. How did it get How'd you get out? So I have a pass with this judge and this judge took over for what well, didn't take over, but substituted while I was getting my juvenile charges. He substituted for, for my judge, my main judge. And so he knows me from back then. Well, is that a luck, factors, luck thing? Like, did you get lucky with that situation? I mean, I could have, but the big thing is, is that I wasn't, I wasn't that old. You know, I was three months past 18 and you know 13 sounds bad but if she was 14 i wouldn't even be a sex offender due to the room well you know some of these bitches on on tiktok and instagram they look like they're fucking older i mean like that's what the judge said too yeah so if she would have been 14 i wouldn't be a sex offender right now because the romeo and juliet act would activate itself in the case and would protect me it says that anybody from um Actually, 13 to 24, as long as it's a four-year difference, you won't be, uh, you won't have to register. I mean, like, not to get personal, but I mean, I just had sex with a guy that's like eight years older than me, you know, and like, so there's a difference. What if I was, you know, 16 and then he was eight years older than me? It would be a similar situation, you know, I mean, it just sucks the timing of, you know, the situation. I mean, it's just a fucking gray area of the, you know, the law that, you know, can fuck yeah. over your life. I, I guess that's why the judge didn't give me much time. You know, I was expected to go to prison and he said, all right, well, listen, I'm going to give you a chance. You know, I think you deserve another chance. Yeah. Cause uh, you're not like, it's not like you're 80 years old trying to bang your, your granddaughter, your little granddaughter, you know, you're like similar yeah. age, you know, I mean, still in the, still in the teens when this happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like he literally just turned 18. (laughs) So, I mean, you seem like very mature to handling this. I mean, did you have any breakdowns? Did you get depressed? Did you? I mean, not in there, no. When I came home and, you know, I thank God every day that I didn't go to prison because, like you said, they frowned upon this charge. But as well as they would have looked at my affidavit and I wouldn't have been shy about it because at the end of the day, it's not that bad. You know, I mean, it's bad, but it's like own. no, no charge is really not, you know, good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have, I have a rap sheet too. And it was, so it's like, you know, no matter what you look at it, society is always going to judge you, you know, because you have a record. Yeah. yeah, 100%. yeah. But, um, so how is that for, how is that for the future? Because the police will try to fucking bust you on anything now that they can't, you know what I'm saying? Chrissy, he's not going to be like you and keep getting in trouble. Just kidding. <laughs> you don't think, Chris, I know. He has been doing a lot since, since uh, the last time I seen him and stuff. Like, he does, he sounds so mature right now. Talking. I have a 21-year-old, and you, you're sounding and like a lot more. more. right now, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunker than a fucking skunk right now. Well, I mean, sometimes you need a little liquid courage to talk about some things that, you know, hit home pretty hard. So, I mean, how, like, how do you, what do you, like, feel right now? Like, how do you feel about your your life and stuff? You know, I, I'm really behind because of the juvenile. You know, I never got my license. You know, I, I got good qualities in work, but I, I'm so far behind. You know, I owe my license. Now I owe these. these um, so what's the charge on your background if you get a job and they run a back criminal background on you? Well, I'm a, I'm a blue collar, so, I mean, they don't really care about it in my line of work. 
well, what if they do? Like, what, I mean, obviously, you know, that's not gonna be your forever job. You'll get, you know, I mean, like, if somebody runs your background, what, what's gonna come up? What do you mean? Like, what would it say if somebody, if a, if a job employer ran your background? Oh, it's a, I'm a registered sex offender for right now. So does that disqualify you from every job out there? There's certain jobs that, you know, they say, hey, you can have a felony and stuff like that. But if you have any, like, burglary, stealing charges, oh, well, no, you know. Because even though it's, it's, it's a, I'm a sexual offender, it's still a felony. So if they hire felons, they can't. That's discrimination. They can't. You know what I mean? It's still classified as a felony. So what um, is that on you forever? Like, because I know my felonies, Homeland Security cleared me after 10 years, some of my felonies. So that's that's what the judge said. So he we were going for adjudication with help, which means I would be let out on a probationary period. They cannot send to DOC time on adjudication with help. But the sexual criminal charge would be dropped down to a, um, what's it called? Like, child abuse pretty much okay. and it would be it would be a, a misdemeanor now we what you'd be able to get that charge done to a misdemeanor but me and me and my lawyer didn't know this at the time but with this statue the blue lascivious the judge cannot you know adjudicate me not guilty there has to be either you're guilty or you're not guilty so there was that, and the judge said in, in open court, he was like, listen, I wish I could adjudicate you not guilty and up your charge down, but I just can't do that, you know, with the statute, I can't. So you were originally looking at 20 years, possibly? I was originally looking at 15, and then I cut the monitor off, which added five. Oh, my God. But I only scored out to, okay, so say I went into the courtroom, and he gave me 12 years. Right. Well, that's I come back on an appeal because I only scored out to eight months shy of ten, which is nine and two. Wait, what's the how? What's which I wonder how many points I have. How does the system like? If you get arrested for like Grand Theft Auto, what kind of points do you are you looking at for that? Um, it it, it really depends, you know, because it depends on your past. They can use your past against you. I have like four of them. <laughs> how many how many points would I have? <laughs> So a violent charge is normally 60 points and above. 60 points is <clears throat> six and a half years in prison. Ooh. So anything above that is... Does it give you, know, you a calculator, like on the Hoover site or something? Does it tell you, like, how many points you have? I mean, you can probably look it up, but I have no idea. Oh. You know, with all this knowledge that you are saying, you should actually journal it. And because, I mean, over time, you do forget some of the lingo, you know, but you're, you are, you're on point with what you're saying. And, you know, because I know, I mean, I know the law very well as well. And like, you should utilize that, it, that journal at some point, maybe to, you know, you never know, you could write a book, an autobiography, you know, or something about your life. I mean, just a suggestion, you know, I would do that, you know, and it's therapeutic to, you know, journal and write things down too. So the judge said, even though I can't adjudicate you uh, not guilty, I am going to set a special, um, um, not privilege, but um, what's it called? Like a circumstance. A blessing? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. He said, I'm going to set it for you're going to do two two years house arrest, followed by three years sex crime probation. Then you'll do um, five more years of registration, and then you will be able to get it exonerated. Or not a John Richard, um, that's a charge. that's a pretty long um can set you yourself up for failure program. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it sounds good when you hear that. I mean it doesn't sound good when you hear that, but you're like, Yes, I'm getting out of yeah. here. But yet, you know, when you in reality when you have to face all that probation type of stuff, that is really, you know, that can one little move and they can like grab you and take you. That's what I was telling them that. Like, you need to be careful now because they'll try to fucking get you over anything. You need to, yeah, you need to have a talk with Jesus and yourself and be like, yo, we need to, like, make ourselves stay on this path. Because, I mean, take it from us. (laughs) Like, at least somebody listened to our advice that, you know, that we've been through. I don't know how far you've been in, Chrissy, but, you know, I should, I've been on felony probation and misdemeanor probation, same time, two different counties. And I literally got by it by the hair of my chin, 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 you know, not violating that. 
Oh yeah, I, I, this isn't the first time I've been on felony probation. You know, even as a juvenile, I was considered an adult. You know what I mean? Because like, how did you, like, were you a bad kid, or is it just, like, you know, your your surroundings and stuff? Yeah, I was a pretty bad kid, but... And the surroundings. Yeah, the surroundings took a big part in it, too, but I got I got bad charges as a juvenile. You know, I got, um... Everybody, uh... Burglary of an occupied dwelling. I have multiple firearm charges, you know. So, is so, it, like, um, is this, like, like, you know, your, are your parents divorced, you're not together? Like your structure, no, my, family structure. My my biological father's dead. So you guys have the same dad. No. Yeah. You have the same mom. Yeah. Okay, so both of you have your both of you have dads that passed away. Yeah. Wow. So is yours same situation as Chrissy's? What do you mean? Um, like an overdose or. Um, so, they say my dad had a heart attack, but his ex-wife, we think his ex-wife killed him because after, after he died, he had, she had his body, um, cremated, oh. not even a week after he died, and then she threw his ashes in a dumpster. Oh and my gosh. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so. So you have been through a lot of, like, traumatic shit. Like, so a lot. wait a minute, whenever he died, they were still married, weren't they? Who? Your dad. I don't know. Oh. I mean, common law is not, you know... I was going to say, damn, that's, uh, that's crazy. I mean... That's like, pretty, that's like... like they did. <laughs> that's really pathetic. I mean, that's, like, horrible, actually, to throw the ashes, like, away. And, I mean, and that's... That's a fucking yeah. cunt right there. That's a cuntorus. Yeah, I mean, like, so you've been you've been exposed to a lot. You've been around a lot. I mean, like how, like kids. Not I say kids, but like you know, young men. Uh, you know, at your age, you could go either way in your life right now. Like, you know, you could go on this like good path, or you know, you could have a little devil on your shoulder telling you to go on the b- bad path. And I'm glad you said that. That was that was a big thing for me in there. You know, I see a lot of these people coming in, leaving. I was there for a year and a half, or, or actually more than a year and a half. So I see a lot of these older guys in there that's been on the registry for, you know, since they were my age. And I was like, that's not going to be me. That's, that's, that's good. That's good that. that you you, you know what I mean? think like that. And I'm, I'm very observant. You know, I've, like I said, I've been through a lot of shit. You know, my first time getting into a shootout, I was 14, 15, I think. And so I became very observant to my surroundings and, and looking out for, for red flags from anybody. So when I go in there, I see things and it opens my eyes. Like maybe somebody else won't do that as I've taught myself. But when I see somebody, I mean, I, I you know, if I just so you're done now, like done. Besides the probation and stuff, like I mean, like yeah. done. So I mean, as far as you know, your your home life and everything, job wise and in work, are you? Do you feel like you are like set right now? Like you're okay to like make your like pay your fines and all that oh yeah oh yeah so what about like transportation wise i mean is there support that you still need or you're to get by this i pretty much got everything you know do you have some Um, ptsd i mean you need some therapy i'm gonna get back into therapy yeah but that's that's due to the courts you know i don't feel like i I feel like i've matured a lot so, I mean, are you going to stay away from vaginas? Because, you know, I mean... You're always going to need it. Yeah. You're always going to need your medication. We both have bipolar disorder. I mean, I think everybody in the world is bipolar and ADHD. But, I mean, um, check, check, check. You know, I... But it's ADHD when she was a kid, too, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I grew up. Didn't believe in it and everything. And oh, I got my ass beat. Yeah, because instead. I don't want to like put your business out there, but yeah, like. No, it's alright. Um, they didn't really believe in it. Instead, I just, so. I, I am really good at like empath type of person as well. You know, I can read people very well too, and I just feel like you know you sound like you know you're headstrong right now, and I think it would be super disappointing to see you fall off the path. I mean, I think you have like a golden opportunity right now to really do something with your life and if you let any of your surroundings you know you know make you fall off that path you know it, you know just call Chrissy or something you know what I mean like get get yeah. a support a mentor or something outside of the circle that you're in right now so that you have someone else to go to 
if you oh, need yeah. it. Um, I mean, do you feel like you have a strong support system? I do. I do. You seem like very confident. Like this is like not like not trying. Like how are you like mentally handling yeah. it like that? Our mom's not the best mother in the world. I know I'm gonna do it. There's a lot of them out there, Chrissy. She's just, you know, so. But I mean, what's what's your plan? Like, like work and, and get an apartment? Or are you staying at home? Or um, I'm staying at my, uh, my my stepdad's house. Um, eventually, you know, when probably next year when I get off with the house arrest, I'm going to end up. So you're on Good. you're on full time house arrest. You you can't even like leave the front yard. Um, yeah. Yeah. What if you have to, like, go, like, stop two dogs fighting or something? <laughs> you know, like, stuff like that, you know, would um would have totally violated, wouldn't it? So, there's special circumstances to it, you know. If, if there's two dogs fighting, obviously, I can't go out there and break them up. You know, so, you have to work from home? No, 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 no. Okay. I can go... I can work, I can go to church, I can go, well, I can't go to school because here we have a dual program, so high school I can go to the college. Do you have to pay restitution? Um, not to the, not to the victim, but our jail here charges $10 a day. Yeah, our jail charges too. I never paid it. So that's my restitution. That's what I have to pay the jail, pretty much. Isn't it if you become a, a trustee, you don't have to pay that or something? Yeah, but we can't be trustees. Oh. Uh, so what about the chick? Are you? Is there, like, a no-contact order for, like, in, for between both of you? Yeah, yeah. Is she in the same county as you? No. So do you feel like she's going to ever try to, like, be evil and try to contact you just to, like, fuck with you? Um... She can if she wants to, but then, you know, I would just, at that moment, I would block her. Like, are you're, you have, like, no emotions, like, you're not in love with this chick or anything, or, like, have... No, no, no. Okay, so, you, okay. So, I mean, another advice for, uh, Chrissy agrees, stay away from all vaginas, you know? <laughs> like, do not get in any relationships. Do not well, be is, single. My my girlfriend is thirty nine. Oh my gosh, you are. So you know what your nickname I, is? Age. We're gonna call his new nickname is Agey. I, I like. <laughs> he said he's gonna get I you like pregnant. What? He said he's gonna get you pregnant. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Good oh. luck, Chuck. <laughs> that factory is shut down, down, Julie Brown. <laughs> so yeah, you, um, so you went from like. You were like, nah, I don't really like younger girls. I'm going to go with the older ones. Well, no, I've, I've always liked older girls. That's, that's well, the they are more mature. Yeah, that is the irony, because he had a 22-year-old girlfriend at the time. Like, they, I, No, I had a 22-year-old girlfriend when I was 15. Oh, well, he was whatever, he was whatever. playing the field to figure out what age bracket he wanted. That's what he's doing. I'm, I'm the youngest girl that I've ever been in a relationship with when I was 13 and she was 13. And that's, that's the youngest. I mean, so wait, how old is she? She's now like, what, 16? 17? The, the girl? I don't know, probably like 17. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, women or girls be vicious bitches, you know, they try to fuck with you, you know, just to like, you know, fuck with you and they, I mean, they'll try to set you up, you know, so that, if, so that you get busted. I mean, trust Chrissy and I are vaginas. We know this game. <laughs> but, I mean, if anything, though, seriously, I, single is the way to go in life. I'm telling you. Like, I know, like, you need to have some sex or, you know, whatever. Go be a selective whore and just be single. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, that is the word. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm single, and every, I get asked every fucking day, are you a boyfriend? I'm like, no, I'm smart. I'm staying single. Because relationships get me in jail, get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I appreciate you telling me your story and everything. And if there's anything that I can help you with, you know, if you need help, I mean, I'm pretty resourceful. Um, I think you're a very strong person. What you're going through. I mean, I would just seriously just like you know, stay away from the drugs as much as you can. Stay away from bad yeah. bad influences. I mean, I'm 43 years old, and I, 
I had to like ground myself away from society because I have that personality where I gravitate towards like everybody who's fucked up. You know? Chris, no offense, Chrissy. <laughs> but like, remember Irish people, Kyle? I don't know. Why did you? Kristen, that's a long time ago. I like I like this Kristen. I'm gonna start calling you Kristen. Kristen with a K, not a C. <laughs> so, did you get any tattoos when you were in there? Any prison tats or jail tats? I did. Yeah, I did. What'd you get? I got a, a cross. Ashton to you. So, did you feel like you're gonna get ink poisoning? <laughs> no, hell no. I mean, you could have just do a did you see anybody get the pearl done in there? What is that? That is the, the domino in the dick one. Huh? <laughs> the domino in the dick. <laughs> uh, no, I never seen that. Yep, it happened. <laughs> and you know what? Barney said he did it in the jail too. When that wasn't in prison. That was in the county jail. Yeah, and actually, he did it at home first. Did it at home first, and then did it again in jail. Oh, I got that in jail. Is that a, wow? That's nice for a jail. I got that in jail. In like all one session? Uh, no, nah, a couple sessions. How many ink pens do they use for that? What is that one thing? Duval. Oh. So wait, did like did you have to like stop every like, every time like a CO comes by or something and like hide it or? Well, that's the thing. I went to jail because we got caught doing. What? So I went, I went to the box. So how'd you get your tattoos then? Oh, you got them out after. So I got the cross done, right? And then he was going to do something and then someone snitched and throwing what I thought that was going to get done with it. But the, uh, the sergeant walked in the room. And, you know, we didn't say nothing to him. We just stood up and walked out. Because we knew Where your phone's breaking? Somebody's phone's breaking up. Is it mine? It's Chris's phone. <laughs> okay, now I can hear you. What'd you say now? So, somebody snitched in the dorm that I was getting a tattoo. We found out who it was and we got dealt with. But the sergeant. He got his ass beat. <laughs> The sergeant walked into the room and we didn't even say nothing to him. Because it's contraband if you get busted with that, right? Yeah. So my charges in jail was self-mutilation, tattooing, and having contraband. You got, and then, you got charged with the tattoos? That's crazy. But they're, they're not like outside charges. You don't go to court for them. Oh. It's called, it's called in-house charging. What a bunch of pussy bitches then that would like re- you know make a big deal about a tattoo getting tattoos. Yeah. Like. So like, did, did you trust the guy that was doing it? Did he? Did he have a tattoo resume? <laughs> like. I mean. I yeah, mean, yeah. I've seen how those those are made. You know, it's like. Yeah. Like. Well, the the mix he made was, and then I got I got these out here. That's it. I mean, that looks good for you know prison tats. No, uh, these, these were uh, these profession. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I mean, like, prison tats, though, are... I mean, they use that for the equipment that they are using. These pretty, are... These, this is an apprentice paper. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> it just screams to be lead poisoning. <laughs> so, he used um, a Sharpie... A uh, ink fang, a pen, two pencils, and a little bit of coffee in the You were allowed to, all that stuff in jail? That's, that's not even to the iceberg. I, I was never, I was in Marin County, and I was never allowed to use a Marin shirt. County is shit. I hate Marin County. Thank you. No, Marin County. Oh, I think so. I was like, God, damn. Yeah, I mean, they never even, I never even got to see what a Sharpie looked like for eight months. I mean, I don't even know how, like. I got, I got the Sharpie from us, you. Should have shoved it up your ass, right, Chrissy? <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> the, the Sharpie in the ass. That's one of our episodes we have. It's, long, it's a long story. <laughs> so do you think you're going to go stir crazy being like, you know, at the, with the with your probation at home? The house arrest? No, I don't think so. So, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, do you, are you enrolling in college or any of that? There's grants, you know, for a lot of grants for prisoners and inmates. And, I'm going to yeah. do online schooling, and then I'm going to do I think you should write down your goals of what you're telling us right now, and then make sure you follow through with them. Yeah. And tell your 39-year-old girlfriend to be a good influence, too. Is she supportive? Yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, that's probably a smart decision to have someone older than, you know... Right, Chrissy? Like, if we would, I would definitely need to have a mature person around me to keep me in line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You're 43, though? Yeah, I'm 43. So, I am, uh, I don't know. I'm a lot less wilder than I used to be. Probably because I don't have a car right now, but then I'm going to end that. <laughs> right, Chrissy? <laughs> Where do you, you live by, Crystal? Yeah, we um we're walking distance. I mean, we're like three miles away from each other. Huh? We're like three miles away from each other. Oh. Somewhere there. So it's um. It's too far for him. He freak out on that walk. He'd be like, "This is too far." It is far. I don't like it. <laughs> I walk twenty-seven miles when I put no thirty-two miles when I got arrested. What? Yeah. I don't even know how oh, yeah, far that is on a map. <laughs> There you have it, our first episode of the Inside the JJ, the jail journeys of those actively incarcerated and those awaiting trials and hearings to determine their freedom. If you have anybody out there that would like to have their voice and their story heard, make sure you send us an email at wdsreportinglive at gmail.com and put on the subject line Inside the JJ and, and your contact information as well. We will be having attorneys on the show as well to give their views on this topic as well to see if there's any other justice that we need to know for for everybody to keep in mind this is debbie Diaz reporting live at the ddrl podcast featuring the vaginas <laughs>